Yo, I'm chilling here with Killer Chris Kringle, and he's got something special to say. He's camera shy. Well, I believe if he wasn't, he'd be telling us all to come say hi to us at Season Screamings, December 17th through 19th. If you're watching this when the episode comes out, that's next weekend. Come say hi, get a free drawing, and uh, take a look at some fine, fine products that are going to be for sale. Or some not fine products that'll be <laughs> paywalled behind mystery boxes. <sighs> Who doesn't love a good mystery? Do you love a good mystery? He loves it so much. He's like a little J.J. Abrams. <laughs> don't, go, don't compare my dog to J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Hey, Star Trek is good. <laughs> Anyways, Samurai wants to let everyone know that coming next year will be our 50th episode. So we're going to be doing a little special. If you want to ask us questions, email us at mattmigzack at gmail.com uh, or message us on Instagram and, and or Twitter at mattmigzack. Or comment right below if you're watching this on YouTube oh, yeah. or on the video. That too. Yeah. There's so many places. Yeah. Anything else, Samurai? He's done. Yeah, he's we we only got so much time from his people, you know. We, yeah. He's got we got to talk to his agent. Child, child yeah, screen. Exactly. Loss. Exactly. Welcome to season three of Matt McZack Watch Horror Movies. Return to Haddonfield with the horror bros on their quest to watch the entire saga of Mikey Myers from the brand new horror lair. So you, dear listener, can witness the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Are you too high for this? More? <laughs> And then I said, rectum, I hardly know him. Oh, hi. We didn't see you there. Welcome to Matt Make Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. And I made him watch a horror movie. He did. Yes. What did we watch this week, Zach? Halloween H2O. Oh, no, you gotta call it by its full title as written on the poster. Halloween, 20 years later, Halloween H2O, H2O. I totally remembered all that. <laughs> other, other, otherwise known as Halloween 302. Uh, yes, or as I like to call it, Halloween Water. The Water Cartel Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. This oh. movie has like the worst fucking title of all time for such a good movie, but sorry, spoilers. Uh, but so, Zach, uh, what did you think of Halloween H2O? I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to give you my list. Okay. I'll give you my list. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Halloween 2018. H2O. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This movie rips. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, I feel like it's buried in such like a, a weird middling place where like all of the movies around it are so bad and the title is so bad that everyone is like, oh, this movie must suck too. Like, you don't know how happy I am to not watch another <laughs> fucking Halloween movie like the past several we've watched. 
so happy. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis really carries this franchise on her back. It's true. Like you, you really realize with with this movie and with 2018, more than, or I mean, obviously the original, but like more than any of the other movies that she's in, more than Halloween Two, Resurrection, or Kills, like. This movie, the original in 2018, are really like, no, this these movies only work because of the relationship between her and Michael. Yeah. Like, full stop. <laughs> and it is like the best time era of just culture and movies of like, it's still the 90s, but the 2000s are kind of creepy. Yeah, it, it hasn't gone like full 2000s yet where mm -hmm. like torture porn has become a thing. Yeah. Like, it was like the perfect amount. That's coming though. <laughs> Don't ruin a good moment. <laughs> Let me enjoy this episode at least. No, um, I, I love this movie. I Ever since I went and did a, like a franchise watch through a few years ago I was like, this movie's great. Why does nobody talk about H2O? Like, yeah. Freaking love this movie. Yeah. It uh <laughs> I could be mistaken, and I'm going to be really sad if I am mistaken, but I believe this is the same year that The Parent Trap came out. Is it? 98? Yeah. I, yeah, that I think movie. that's right. Yeah. It's a good movie. So it's a good year for movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> H2O and The Parent, Parent Trap. Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, which one's better, though? Which one's scarier? That's the real question. Two Lindsay Lohans in the world? <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> or one Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that scary stepmom in Parent Trap. That's true. That's she's, true. <laughs> she's more terrifying than I anything. prefer the original Parent Trap, though. It's got a soft spot in my heart. So I mean... I'd be parent trapping with the one that I was the correct age for when it came out. So I got older sisters. So I don't know. <laughs> Oreos and peanut butter, man. Stuck with me for a lifetime. Thanks. But we watched H2O. Yeah, we watched H2O. <laughs> we watched though, a yeah. horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be okay. <laughs> and you're watching that. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have to like edit in mouse ears now. <laughs> You're welcome, future Zach. Have fun with that. Um. Oh yeah. So, 2018 yeah. H2O kills original. It's still a wild place in the list for the original, but okay. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like rewatching it, like H2O. As we're watching it, I was like. This is a Halloween movie. I want to watch every Halloween. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This is like perfect rewatchability Halloween yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, original two, three, and then the, I don't want to see miscellaneous order. I don't even want to think about four, five, and six. Like they're down there somewhere. That's fair. <laughs> what about you? You give a uh, I still probably get original. 2018 H2O which I thought was going to like make you go like nah you're wrong but I'm so happy 98 <laughs> baby it's my time I was a, I, I was born into the world by now <laughs> and then I go three yeah. uh, so three probably four two the more I think about four the more I'm like I enjoy that movie did you already put kills uh, down Oh, I didn't put kills is kills is right after three. 
Yeah, because I was so going to say, wait, four, four before kills. Two, six, five. Five is like, it's just boring. I can't get over how fucking boring that movie was this time when we watched it. The last two broke me so bad mentally. I I don't know which is which anymore. Four, five, and six are all blurred. Six has Paul Rudd though. I forgot Paul Rudd was in it. That's how. That's what those movies yeah, did. You to could me. be forgiven for that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Plus, Not this one. This one is star studded. Hello, Cool J, baby. Joseph Gordon Levitt, baby. <laughs> You know, they say that ladies love Cool J, and so does Matt. <laughs> That's what his name stands for. <laughs> Why didn't you do the introduction with that? <laughs> well, I know it's going to be the Instagram promo. Why do you think I made sure to look straight at camera and say it? <laughs> Um, and then the lady from Venom, two-time Oscar nominee Michelle Williams. Yes, the lady, lady Venom. from Venom. <laughs> I will never not see her face and think of Lady Venom making out with Tom Hardy. I still haven't seen either of the Venom movies, so it happens. <laughs> That's fine. Like, whatever, man. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that the second one is directed by Smeagol, so... And apparently, it's pretty good. <laughs> we watch Halloween H2O. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know who else was in the movie. <laughs> the son Josh Hartman. Who is he? He was like a heartthrob. Uh, he retired. He actually only started acting in a few years ago. Huh. Um, he had like a bunch of like, he was like really high profile. And then like all in a row, he had, they like, always say like, if you make like three bombs, your career kind of ends. Mm. So he kind of took a break and just like lived the life and then came back a couple years ago. He's yeah. on um, Penny Dreadful. Underrated show. No idea what that is. Spooky. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do that here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh I mean he's in he's in another horror movie. He's in the faculty. Uh he's in Sin City a little bit. Huh. Um his big bomb that he made was a uh, Hollywood homicide with him and Harrison Ford as two detectives. It's real bad. <laughs> like like bad in a way that I knew it was bad when I was like thirteen. <laughs> like, oh. like that kind of bad. Like where uh. I'm like Ah, the pictures, they move. I love them all. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. Uh, <laughs> and that's when he was like, I think I'm going to retire. Um, see, I can't think of any examples, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Like when you're 13 and you know movies, <laughs> right. bad, <that's>, like, <laughs> movies can be bad. <laughs> uh, he's in Lucky Number Slevin. Is that, that a was one of the bombs. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he was in 40 Days and 40 Nights, though. A movie that asks us to believe that a handsome movie star like Josh Hartnett could not have sex for 40 days and 40 nights. That's the whole plot. And how hard it is because he looks like Josh Hartnett. Mm. That one was a hit. <laughs> so you just did no fat for <laughs> Yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> it's no not November the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Michael Myers in this movie. 
Yeah, well, uh, Zach, before we go too much further, we're starting to get into spoiler territory. Okay, mm-hmm. So, Zach, can you uh, play my favorite game show and uh, summarize that movie? Uh, but, uh, but... <sighs> can I summarize this movie? I'm trying to recall. I mean, it's like a 60-minute movie. You got this, man. <laughs> <laughs> this movie moves quick. Yeah, it, it, it really real nice. It, it is under ninety minutes. <laughs> I paused it. And I was like, I felt. I thought fifteen minutes went by. Forty-five minutes went by. This movie. This movie fucking moves, dude. How did it start? Oh, mm-hmm. I got it. Are you ready, <laughs> Zach? If you will, begin. We start off on our favorite character. <laughs> The nurse from the first movie. She keeps coming back. Anyways, her house is broken into. And who else does she call on for help? But Robin himself. A teenage Joseph Gordon-Levitt with a hockey stick. That little rascal. He just goes in. (laughs) Just more more male bravado than Tommy in Halloween (laughs) Kills. But actually likable. And uh, he, he just fucks up the place because he's a little spooked but uh he's he's he steals some beers because he's a little <laughs> rascal little stinker. Uh, little stinker. <laughs> um and then he he's like no one's here uh your office is messed up though and she's like my office uh-oh laurie strode's file is missing and there's a picture of loomis r.i.p loomis that's <gasps> very sad that we don't get any more yes um but uh then she finds poor Poor JGL, just dead already. Skate in the face, one of my favorite kills yeah. in this movie. <laughs> that, that was a really nice one. Uh, his friend's dead as well. And then uh, Michael kills her. And then we cut to Lori. She's back. Thank God she's back. <laughs> but she has a son who's looks like an adult man, but he's a teenager. And Lori teaches at a private school in Northern California. She moved out of Haddonfield. Smart. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Um, she, she is she like the dean? Yeah, she's like the headmistress of a private school. Yeah, yeah she's headmistress. Um, her son goes there. She's very protective because you know Michael Myers. Um, Makes sense. And LL Cool J is a little rascal too. He's a <laughs> he's a security guard that's writing. <laughs> Erotic novel. Erotic novels. I, the best subplot of all time. Which is just like they could have just made him a security guard, but they no. made him write erotic novels and talking to his his wife on the phone, like reading them to her as he's writing them, and it's glorious. Anyways, he's homies with uh, Lori's son. He lets them out. Uh oh, Mikey's back. He drove a car all the way from. Was he in Haddonfield? Yeah, he yeah, was. There, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. The opening, yeah. He, he drove a car all the way to California, and uh, a mom and was it a daughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her kid. Mom and uh, mom and her kid uh, were in a random bathroom on the side of the road, and instead of dropping teeth on them, he just takes the car because he's a nice guy. I like this Mikey. This is a good Mikey. This is a good boy Mikey. Um, he isn't a skinny menace in this one. Yeah, he's not a skinny menace. Um, he's a doughy-eyed child mask for whatever fucking reason. Um, but uh, yeah, he finds 
them, I think at some point... He kills, like, a couple of kids and has a showdown with Lori and... Lori fucking chops off his head with an axe and it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And then, fucking rules. Man, yeah, this movie just rules. That's yeah. the summary. There. Yeah. It rules. <laughs> this is the kind of movie you can only really recap like you're a 10 year old where you're like, and then, oh man, she like turns the car real hard and she's like, Aah! and then he's like, oh no, and it smashes him. And then she's like, oh, bye Michael. Oh, oh dude, no, this movie's good, man. This movie's good. <laughs> yeah. I need to drink more of this coffee so I could have got that something going. <laughs> this movie rules. Yeah, this might be it is not the best, like in terms of like like I I don't know how to put it. Like it is definitely not the best like movie, like best made or like written, you know, like I mean, it, it has all those last... well yeah. <laughs> But compared to the two best ones, the original in 2018, or kills in 2018, if you're a crazy person. Uh, This was my number two. This was above both of those. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, those are, like, objectively, at least 2018 is, like, a better made movie. Like, this might be the most fun you can have watching a Halloween movie. Yeah, that's why I was like, this yeah. is the one I want to rewatch every Halloween. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the one I'm going to put because on Yeah, at a party. Was, and like... It was just like nice and cozy, and it was all like late oh 90s. Oh my god, this movie is so cozy, man. And it's it was cut. just like teenage drama and 90s teenage drama, which is the best teenage drama. Um, and just like, Michael's not really in it that much. He's more of like the stalker, the spooky man that they see in yeah. movies and stuff, which is nice. Yeah, I like a return to that. It, it was nice. That is one of one of the things that I feel is absent from 2018. I think I said it yeah. on our episode. He he's just kind of a slasher in that, and in this one he's back to he's the shape. Yeah, and like <laughs> he does. If you see him, he's not killing someone every single time. Yeah, which is nice. He can just walk on by and choose not to right. kill someone for once. He's all tricky again. Uh, he's all tricky. He <laughs> leaves like dead bodies, like JGL with the skate in the face. Yeah. You don't have to see it happen. You just f- discovering the body like that, like that works too. It's great. Yeah. This movie's good. Yeah. <laughs> but what was wrong with that mask? Are, are we on to mask watch <laughs> I told you the the saga of how the mask changes in these movies is maybe the most interesting thing somehow before you say anything about the mask I have a theory of why it looks the way it does okay. at the end when he's like reaching out to Lori when he's all hurt and stuff the like extra eye hole and the like uh the pouty lips and the like he looked like a kid like I this mean, mask it, it like is, he looks young it is effective that you can see his eyes so much at the end yeah but the rest of the movie it's a real detriment. i'm not saying it's a good mask i'm saying that's no, my theory is, of why it looks the way it does it is not my least favorite mask so far my least favorite is probably still five you mean the boyfriend mike mask? yeah this one it, it's like it's like too tight on his face like even on, like there's not even like mask on his neck yeah like like but, i i don't like that we can see his eyes and i don't like the hair that was kind of just wacky and sticking out he's got 90s hair just like his nephew 
<laughs> Mikey didn't need to be updated to the nineties. No. <laughs> uh, so the saga of this what mask if he behind had hair curtains. What if Michael okay, had well, hair curtains? Then this would be above 2018 <laughs> and the original for me. <laughs> e boy, Mikey. Yeah, we probably played by the brother from Boy Meets World. It'd be sweet. <laughs> Someone needs to draw this. <laughs> I wonder who could do that. <laughs> but yes, it tells us that right, tells so the tale. We're getting behind the scenes early, but uh, <laughs> um, so this movie is uh, director Steve Miner with the effects team uh, and with the producers, not just. Fortunately, they're back. Uh, join me in a rousing round of fuck the Weinsteins. One, two, three. Fuck the, the Weinsteins. Weinsteins. Uh, <laughs> feels good, doesn't it? Um, they'd all decide on like a mask, which you can still see in like um, a lot of like the wide shots mm -hmm. um, when the hair is kind of like back to being Michael Myers' normal hair. Um, and it looks a little more like the mask from four to me. Like it looks like simpler and like also like like almost too white again, mm -hmm. um, and they get through like two weeks of filming with that mask, and Steve Miner's like this looks like shit, <laughs> and like he shows it to the producers and he's like I told you guys this mask sucks and they're like oh you're right, <laughs> so they reshoot all of the close ups with a new mask that the effects team has to like remake on the fly. And that's the mask you see throughout most of the movie, mm -hmm. which I, I still stand by. I think he did it for the end. He had them. He could talk them into changing it because he wanted to see the eyes because mm -hmm. it does make a huge difference in that final scene. But I'm like, you could just light it so you could see his eyes in the other mask. I bet. Yeah. Because this mask sucks. Like, doesn't look like the devil's eyes. To yeah. Me. <laughs> Looks like baby doe eyes. Which you could still get just cut to a close up of his eyes. I don't know, like do like one of those like Ren and Stimpy like cuts to like a overly yeah. rendered painting. I mean that's kind eyes. of the just... equivalent, but I mean people do like the insert shots, like yeah. when people grab stuff, do that of his eyes, like mm -hmm. and it would still be effective. The and you could have had a better it. mask. Like <laughs> but um the wildest thing about this movie is did you notice a couple times in close ups? of uh, big, clearly key sequences. <laughs> Michael's mask looks almost detached from the movie, like it's just floating there, and it's weirdly lit. Like, um, when he comes in and he finds the friend with the corkscrew, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And it cuts to Michael, and it, like, the mask is like... Mm -hmm. I did not notice. Um, watch it back, because once I tell you this, you can't unsee it. Oh, no. They couldn't redo every shot, because you can't always get actors back to do stuff. So they just CGI'd over the old mask and put in a new CGI mask, which doesn't look that bad for 1998 and doing it like last minute. Yeah, I mean, I didn't but even notice. Once you now, like, just you've got it rented, go back and watch it. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh my God. It pops up three or four times the CGI mask that is like floating away from his body. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did not notice that. Yeah, at it's all. it's wild. Um, it's not as wild as the pink mask, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's the uh, saga of the mask in Halloween H two O. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just had to know about that, Matt, because that was my theory. It was just like, because yeah, at the end I was like, why does he look weirdly like a baby face? Like, I don't like it. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end it works. But yeah. I'm like, you could, you could even just use that mask at the end and use a different one the rest of the movie and I probably wouldn't notice. Like, <laughs> It's just jarring how each mask looks like a different person. <laughs> It's it's that thing of like the mask is so simple that any change is like immediately noticeable. Yeah. Like even like 2018 and Halloween Kills, like they don't look super like the original one, but it's still like oh yeah, like I think 2018 and Kills they do a pretty good job. Yeah, they do like a good but, job, but like if you like compare them side by side, it's yeah. like well uh, yeah, it's still yeah. a different way. Yeah, they aren't copyright infringing, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like close enough to where it's like, oh, you got it. That's yeah. Michael. At least this one has the same excuse that like four has where like obviously he had to get a new mask. Mm-hmm. Like his other one burnt up. Yeah. <laughs> so like oh, yeah. this is whatever mask you could find. This was this is apparently like a zombie, a generic zombie mask in this world. Every store has it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, which we're in a new timeline now. Yes. This don't forget, everybody. Halloween H2O. Only takes place after Halloween's one and two. Yeah, because you have the first timeline of one to six, and then now one, two, H2O, H2O. and resurrection rates. Yes, and, and then, then the two zombies. zombies, and then Halloween original 2018, 2018 kills, and uh, next year ends. Yeah, so do you think ends is gonna be on top of this movie for like if it doesn't end with laurie chopping his head off and just going do 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 yeah just cutting the credits right then there what are we doing what's the point why even make a trilogy if you're not leading up to that i mean this movie does kind of accomplish what it's taking david gordon green three movies to do in 88 minutes kind of true though. <laughs> like after watching this i'm like oh I kind of like what they're doing with this a lot better yeah. about the whole like. But hey, hey, Zach, you really like the ending of this movie, right? Uh-huh. Remember, there's a next one, and Michael is in it. So get ready to be mad. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I won't tell you how it works out, but. I thought I said to let me enjoy this episode. I'm sorry, man. I had to remind you eventually. (laughs) I just want to be happy with Halloween again. But I will say, Resurrection, like I told you before, is better than like five and six because the things it's doing are wild. It is not boring. It is making choices. (laughs) Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Doing busta busta. <laughs> and after LL Cool J in this one, I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, this is the era where it was like every movie was like, well, we gotta get a rapper, <laughs> <laughs> and they were right. LL Cool J is like great and like legitimately yeah. great in this movie. I thought, like, I thought it was gonna be like, <laughs> ah, it's a corny man from NCIS. These huh? like a lot of these guys like have like. You know, went to arts schools in like mm-hmm. New York, where the, like especially like LL Cool J, like he grew up in New York. He probably went to an arts school. He probably did theater. Like, and a <laughs> lot of like rappers are into horror movies. Yeah, so they actually like them. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty nightmare. Yeah. And I actually think, as bad as Resurrection is, we'll get to it. I think 
in terms of what he's being asked to do, Buster Rhymes is good in that movie. The movie's just bad. So <laughs> I made it through we'll all see. the horrible <laughs> ones to make it to Busta Rhymes doing crazy. Res- I'm telling you, Resurrection is at least entertaining. Yeah. So I just need to make it to Busta Rhymes yeah. doing karate. <laughs> then we can be like, yep, we watch the Rob Zombie ones. <laughs> what if you like them? Based on, I had a problem with an older man. And woman, you told me <laughs> Rob Zombie if he uses female characters as hookers. Oftentimes that is parts of their backstories. Um, uh-huh. But <laughs> we'll, we'll get to those movies. So yeah, I'll get there. You can do a good. You can. Uh, you can do a good job with that. You know, Batman Year One is an excellent comic book, and Catwoman is revealed to have a background as prostitute in it, but she has an inner life. She has a motivation. It's kind of the same backstory she has in like dark Knight rises. You know, she has relationships with other female characters. You can execute that kind of thing. Well, um, you I will can. leave it to you to decide if Rob Zombie does or not, but, uh, you can, but yes. a two thousands horror movie does not have my vote right. of confidence in doing that. Well, <laughs> and even if it didn't, it's, my problem with it is why this is it a movie called Halloween? Um, <laughs> if it was in another movie, I probably would be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, they're doing like a 70s exploitation thing. Because <laughs> I like Rob Zombie's other movies a lot. So I have never seen a Rob Zombie movie. House of Thousand Corpses is a very fun film. So. Is that the one who went through the maze? Yes. Is yeah. that Dr. Seat? Yes, Dr. Satan! We gotta watch that one. Yeah, it's a fun movie. But, but uh, we watched, watched Halloween Water. Water. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get the, the thinking behind this title since it's the 20th anniversary. They want to make a big deal of it because, you know, Laurie Strode is back. But they should have just gone with the original, like, script title as pitched. It was either going to, well, at one point it was going to be Halloween 7, but then they dropped the 7 and just called it Halloween, colon, The Revenge of Laurie Strode. <laughs> That riffs, and that's like the perfect description for this movie because it's all about her learning. Like, I'm gonna take my fucking power back. Like, Hell yeah, <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, that I'm just erasing the title, and like that is the title in my head. Well, and of this movie. yeah, and it's a nice play on the fact that Halloween Five is the revenge of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Two movies later, Laurie's back. Like, <laughs> the stroke strikes back. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was weird having just like Jamie Lee Curtis being Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis with her yogurt era hair and modern day hair. Yeah, because I mean, it is a bit jarring just because, especially like people our age, like that's that's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, that's like, like that's not an actress. That's Jamie Lee Curtis from the yogurt commercials. because yeah, <laughs> like in the original. <laughs> Two and the new ones, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Laurie Strode. She has long hair. Right. But when it's like short hair, I'm like, oh, that's that's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Where's the yogurt? That's the that's Mom from Freaky Friday, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where again? Where's Lindsay Lohan at? Right. <laughs> we know there's two of her. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How did we bring up Lindsay Lohan <laughs> so many times? 
I don't know. You started it, man. I know. <laughs> and I don't know how we got here. Apparently, the only other movie you know from 1998 <laughs> is Bear Trap. Hey, listen, episode one hadn't come out yet. Okay? <laughs> we were a year away. One year away. Yeah. For the moment that changed my life. Well, I got I got a moment in this movie mm-hmm. that um, people talk about it plenty, but it's one of those moments in movies that once you like know about it, it's like, huh. So in this movie, Michelle Williams and her friend on their TV are watching Scream. Scream 2. Oh. Well, it's Scream 2. But yeah, they're watching a Scream movie. Mm. But in the world of Scream, the movie Halloween exists. (laughs) Do you think they are ever like, man, our teacher looks a lot like Jamie Lee Curtis. Like in that world, is Halloween like like a... an adaptation of true events <laughs> like the time streams are crossing man right <laughs> <laughs> i can't compute i mean that happens all the time in movies though you know where like like or, or, or even on tv like one of the ones that springs to mind is like on an episode of supernatural like the joke is they're going to like film sets on like the wb lot and they drive past and somebody goes like, and over here is the set for Gilmore Girls, because one of the guys from Supernatural was like the boyfriend on Gilmore Girls for like four mm. years. And he even kind of like makes a face like, mm. so I'm like, in this world, was he on Gilmore Girls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Or in every world, they watch Night of the Living Dead. Hmm. So does Night of the Living Dead exist as is across the multiverse? (laughs) Or does every movie where they watch Night of the Living Dead take place in the same universe? Because Night of the Living Dead is public domain, so that's why everybody watches Mm. it. So so does... Kevin Feige (laughs) make sense of this. Come explain this, Kevin There's going to be a line about it in the new (laughs) Spider-Man. I had a problem with this movie that I just remembered. Oh, what's that? Why <laughs> the fuck do they have to fake you out every two seconds? Literally. I will say that is a bit of a Steve Miner thing, the director. Every two seconds. Yeah. He wants. He's trying to keep you on edge, and at least he's good at doing it. But Michael's not yeah. even in the... Yeah. The one doing it until the very end of the movie. It's true. And normally I... Steve Miner is talented. Um, he, He's got a big background in horror. We'll get into it in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Why he's kind of a good, great choice for this movie. But um, he's kind of opposite James Wan, where I like James Wan's jump scares because his jump scares don't lie to you. If something jumps out and scares you, it's a monster. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. You know, if if something is behind Patrick Wilson's left shoulder, it's terrifying. It's Darth Maul. Uh, <laughs> or a hanging lady from The Conjuring. <laughs> I was very disappointed there's no Darth Maul in the one we watched. We'll get to Insidious. I got feelings about that movie. Um, but, uh, you know, he's kind of opposite James Wan, where, like, that's why I like his jumpsuit. Or even John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter seems to believe, you know, like, if something scares you, it should be because it's a scary thing, not a cat. Steve Miner is like, no, nah, I can throw a cat at you. I can so- throw like 50 cats yeah. at you. Yeah, it'll, 
but he does it and every time i'm like oh, god damn it because he's See, pretty good at it like the first couple of times i was like ah but then it was just like the novelty wears off fast that's fair every yeah. single time how was it <laughs> i was so fucking sick of it by the end yeah like but that's when, fair. when the old lady like did it when like michael was actually out and about i was just like please stop please well you know why she's important though and she gets a special music sting and everything Huh. That, that that actress seemed perhaps like really good in the role, like really natural on camera, really natural with Jamie Lee, like they knew each other. Was that her mom? Yeah, it was oh. Marion Crane from Psycho. She even drives the Psycho car. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. yeah. that's nice. That's, it was like a year before she passed away, so they finally like got to be in a movie together. So that's nice, you know. Ah, yeah, I think that's cool. That's that it's like cool. A, a cool like passing of the torch. Twenty years late, but yeah. You know. <laughs> I forget who it is, but someone made a comment to Lori's son about, like, what are you going to go take care of a creepy motel yeah. in the middle of nowhere? And I'm like, ah. uh, That's nice. Yeah. But, but yeah, but by that jump scare, I was just like. Yeah, that's that's fair. I was like, already, like, irritated by it, but by then I was just like, please stop. But arguably, at least in this movie, that's motivated by Lori. In that everything, like, we are supposed to be as on edge as she is. Mm. Like, it kind of has a reason to exist. The, the same way she keeps seeing Michael and then he's not there. Like, she has hallucinations of Michael almost. Mm. Um, I, but then, like, Steve Miner is also, like, clearly a very, like, literal-minded director. Mm. Um, someone who was maybe a little less literal could have, like, found ways to disorient you without just going, like, yeah, stay on your toes. Anything can be a jump scare. So. Yeah, because I mean, like John Carpenter did it in the original yeah. Halloween, but it was like once or twice. Right. Well, I'm trying to think if there even really is any jump scares that aren't something actually you should be worried about. In yeah, that movie. Uh, like I, I forget exactly what it was, but one of her friends, like she bumps into. Oh yeah, that's true. And it's like when they John's already shown that Michael is out yeah. and about because that was the other thing. It was like they didn't actually show Michael like actually show him in the area as a threat yeah. but it was just like ah, ah, ah. yeah and i get why he's doing it but i think you're right it's not it loses its effectiveness every a little bit every time you do it so by the fifth time you're doing it it's like okay yeah we get it she's nervous yeah <laughs> um but that was a long-winded way to say it was gonna be the Lori's boyfriend, the classic, like, oh, raising good, him yeah. up, but then, for whatever reason, he's just like... <laughs> like oh, I kind of like that. I thought he was about to explode. <laughs> I like that every actor kind of gives their own thing to the stab mm. and raise. You know, mm. so, you know, Bob gets the... And the woman gets the shoes, and he gets the, like, convulsions. Yeah. You know, I kind of dig it. Yeah, but but for it me, works for me. For but. me, I was just like, is he about to explode? What is happening? Because yeah. I think it just held for too long. Rules. <laughs> Michael has hair bangs and that dude just explodes. <laughs> um, but it, it it goes to my man, JGL, with nice. the escape That is a face. good one. I got I got to go uh, Michelle Williams' friend. That whole sequence is probably... That's probably the second the best sequence yeah in this movie and her hanging from the light with the light inside that, of her that was sick like that's just i don't know how do you even think of that 
And it gets a nice call back in 2018. That kind of reminds me of uh, the the pumpkin headed cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's there's a lot of you know they clearly love these movies, and that's why I love 2018. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. Oh wait, what am I talking about when Lori chops off Michael's head? That's... Oh well, yeah. I mean that like almost like goes without saying yeah that's like saying your favorite band is the beatles it's like yeah but what really what's your favorite band (laughs) yeah we know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that how everything about just like wham turn to camera do 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 credits it's it's just drop out all the sound it's just the sound of an axe hitting it Mm -hmm. we aren't going to vote we aren't going to linger on it we aren't gonna like let you like her say something cool that would ruin it. Mm-hmm. She's no just gonna like, do it, and the movie fucking ends. Yeah. There's no ambiguity of yeah. like, is he alive? It's just like, no, she's chopped his fucking yeah. head off. I'll get ready to be so mad. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why it's called resurrection. I'm just saying, I, it could be the Cult of Thorns back. Who I knows? Was just gonna ask, is Pinhead coming back? <laughs> is he on vacation again? Well, I think that's actually a good time to get into behind the scenes on this movie. Um, this movie actually has pretty smooth behind the scenes, like all things considered. You know, it's Hollywood back and forthy stuff, like The Mask. Mm-hmm. But um, so this movie begins life as uh, Halloween Faces of Death. Um, which was going to be because six kind of underperformed and dimension is becoming like one of the houses of horror, but they're also becoming one of the houses of straight to DVD horror. So it was going to be, you know, like some franchises just go straight to video after a couple entries, you know, and that was going to be the fate for Halloween. Just wasn't making the money it needed to anymore. But um, the script sounds kind of good. And there are echoes of it that you can see kind of remaining in H2O, like the setting of it was a school. Um, Lori Strode just wasn't in it. It going to be the biggest difference. Um, but we're coming up on the 20th anniversary. And so Jamie Lee Curtis starts saying in the press, like, oh, you know, I would... yeah, I really love that movie. You know, I'd really love to do another one. You know, I haven't done a horror movie in like 10 years. Because you know, for a while there, that was like her thing. She was the scream queen in the 70s and 80s before she like goes legit, you know? <laughs> Um, and that's when, you know, fuck them, but they occasionally had good ideas. They reach, the producers reach out to her and say like, would you be interested? And luckily like Mustafa Akkad is still around who she knows. And so she kind of goes more through him apparently and says like, I, I'd really like to do this. And you know who I'm still best friends with? John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. And I think I could get them back to write this one and John could direct it again. Did they write this one? They did not. Um, in terms of writing it, it just becomes that Deborah Hill at this point is a pretty sought after producer. You know, like she doesn't get her own due the way that Carpenter does, which always bums me out. But mm. uh, she just kind of winds up too busy. But John Carpenter still expresses interest, at least in like writing and directing it. But he feels, and I don't entirely disagree with him at that point, that he is somewhat owed like back royalties like yeah he like they bought his part of the franchise from him but like he still co-created these characters like him and deborah hill are kind of owed money in his mind you know like yeah we get a created by john carpenter and deborah hill you know in every movie but between the score and (laughs) 
creating Michael Myers, like you should be paying me royalties for every film. So he says, yeah. you know, like, oh yeah, no, I'd love to direct it. And you know what? You could even pay me back those back royalties that uh, Mustafa owes me. I'm thinking my directing fee for this movie could be, you know, let's lowball it. Say 10 million. And they're like, no. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Peace. And he just walks. And also he says later that um, at that point, they're like, okay, don't write it. You know, direct it. And the person they want to write it is one of my favorite writers. And the reason that I think this movie really works, they hired Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream. John Carpenter doesn't seem to dislike Scream, but he has some opinions about it. Uh, Where I think he he feels that he has said it as such, like, you know, some of like the, the meta stuff, I have like no interest in doing, Hmm. you know, there, there are different kinds of meta, you know, there's like meta textual of like, what is a film? And within that, you never actually say what is a film. And then there is, you know, slasher movies exist in this world. He has no interest in that. So he kind of just says like, not if Kevin Williamson is writing it, because he's going to make it snarky and he's going to make it scream. Mm-hmm. and he's not wrong he kind of did yeah and I, I think that's why this movie's good but like yeah. <laughs> um but kevin williamson is actually very busy because like i said the last episode the weinsteins have a tendency to grab a person and you're like you're one of my guys now you do fucking everything um so they're like hiring him to well so he writes scream and literally less than a year later scream 2 comes out which he also wrote and there's a bunch of behind the scenes stuff with that that we'll get to sooner rather than later. Um, <laughs> and uh, he also is writing the faculty for, for Miramax, which Josh Hartnett is in Robert Rodriguez directs. It's kind of sci-fi scream, uh, like in terms of its meta narrative, it's not as good as scream, but it's pretty fun. Uh, and also at this point, he is the showrunner for Dawson's Creek, which is the show he created. Didn't know that. <laughs> I, it blew my mind when I found out because I always was like, "Yeah, I never cared about Jocelyn's Creek. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch it." And like, for the last like three years, once I found out, I was like, "Should I be watching? It? <laughs> Do I need to like go on Netflix and watch Dawson's Creek? <laughs> <laughs> Is Dawson's Creek like a masterpiece, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or at least a show made for Matt?" <laughs> That's why but, I love uh, the teenage drama so good in these movies. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> uh, but he's like super busy, so he can't really write it. So he writes um, like a story treatment and they actually then give it to the guy who wrote Halloween Faces of Death. Um, and it, it's pretty similar, except the biggest change is Laurie Strode is in it. So in Williamson's, he's worked out that like the school that Michael is attacking, she works there. Maybe she has a kid now. Um, but at this point, they're also still thinking it's going to tie into the last three movies, mm. which means they have to explain where her daughter is, which would have led to a scene that I'm like, I'm so glad they just ignored those three movies because they were going to have to do stuff like Lori finding out that her daughter, she abandoned, died. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that would make me immediately root against Lori. <laughs> like, I'd be like, wow, you're a dick because you have another kid. That you keep with you. (laughs) (laughs) So good choice just ignoring those, you know. I will 
I will be choosing to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but really, like, behind-the-scenes stuff goes off without a hitch. They hire Steve Miner to direct it, who had directed um, a number of episodes of Dawson's Creek, and he had worked on, like, a smaller movie, I guess, with, with Jamie Lee before, so she liked him, and Kevin Williamson liked him. But what makes him kind of a perfect choice for this is his directorial debut is Friday the 13th Part 2, mm. which is pretty up there in the Friday movies. Like, it might be mm. my second or third favorite. And he also does Friday the 13th 3D, which I don't love. Uh, but it's pretty fun. It's where he gets the hockey mask. Has so there ever we, been, all, we all owe him for that. Has there ever been a movie with 3D in the title that has been good? <laughs> Wait, I can think of movies that are 3D that are good. Yeah, that are 3D. I'm talking yeah. about this movie, 3D. My Bloody Valentine 3D isn't bad if you can lock into what like weird stuff it's doing. But but I think like horror, corny horror movies, that's what I want to see in 3D, baby. <laughs> but it's 70s 3D, so like everything is shot in like super bright light. Mm. Like that's its biggest problem. So like all the effects look like shit. <laughs> Like, it's not his fault. Like, I get why it happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, mm. uh, but like, he he's good at, like, that is that is arguably the only movie where Jason is scary. So, yeah. like, we'll get to those eventually, I hope, because I love them. But, yeah, I, wanna, uh, <laughs> I really want to do those. And uh, I just really want to get Jason going to space. Uh, do you? Yeah. I do. Okay. That, uh, those and Friday, I feel like. Those are Friday. <laughs> You mean Nightmare? Nightmare. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, yeah. The, I mean, those are the big three. Yeah. Halloween, Friday, and Nightmare. And I think of them, I've said before, Friday is the most consistent. It's crap, but it's always crap. You said Nightmare is the funnest to watch there? Nightmare, every movie has at least one thing you've never seen before. Hmm. I think, like, you know, like Nightmare 5 is much like Halloween 5, pretty boring. But you know what? Spoiler alert. Freddy Krueger turns into a fetus and gets stuck into a woman's stomach and it's all done with practical effects. You've never seen that before. <laughs> a man melts to a motorcycle. Like It's stuff like that. Like Hey, what are you doing after we finish Scream? <laughs> Oh, no, I, I'm so down, dude. You don't even know. I don't want to burn all the big ones too fast, but also... <laughs> There's a lot to burn through. Yeah. That, that ain't too fast. I got some stuff to pitch you after we uh, after this episode, after we get done recording. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, everything goes off pretty well from there, and I think the unsung hero of this movie, I'm just going to say it, they bring in the uh, composer from Scream, Marco Beltrami, one of my favorite composers of all time. I think the score to this movie fucking rips. Like it does a great job of being distinct in a way that's similar to Carpenter without just doing a bad Carpenter impression the way all the other movies do. It was the perfect like oh it's one of those late nineties yeah. cozy. Ooh, this kind of score makes me want to get all cozy and watch this movie. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's written some of my favorite scores. Um, and he is very associated with the horror genre because of Scream. Mm -hmm. Um, just this year, he actually did all three of the uh, Fear Street movies, which mm. all have very distinct scores because they're set in very distinct eras, which mm. is really cool. Um, he's a big collaborator of James Mangold, so he did like 310 to Yuma, 
the Wolverine, Logan. Um, he were, he does every Wes Craven movie after Scream, so all of those have good scores, even the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's like, the hardest in a good movie. <laughs> but, yeah. I think he's kind of the unsung hero of this movie. He drops in little things like he kind of does a psycho score when uh, her mom is on screen, if you listen. That's kind of underscoring is that da, 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 the whole time she's talking. <laughs> See, what's nice is all the behind the scenes stuff they're telling me makes me want to watch the movie again instead of forget right. the movie ever existed. Yeah, I, I really want to watch a documentary all about Halloween 5. I don't want to watch Halloween 5 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this movie. Yeah, um, oh, as always, um, I, I'm getting my behind the scenes information from Taking Shape, Volume One. Everybody, please go read that. It's a very good book. It's uh... oh yes, it's right here on the shelf. <laughs> my birthday present for Matthew. Yes, excited to go through that. As my family member said, "Oh, you're ruining him." <laughs> Far past that point, <laughs> we're gonna hit episode fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that kind of wraps this up for me. Any closing thoughts here, Zach? Um, I love cozy movies. Yeah, this movie's so cozy. Like, specific. Northern California in fall, everybody's got sweaters. Wait, Ugh. it wasn't a kill, but when Jamie Lee Curtis stabbed Michael Myers with a California flag, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> right there, baby. Right there, baby. <laughs> California <laughs> Just California Yeah Just right there do, 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 The big do. part where it swells <laughs> California Slam She's like yeah She's whistling <laughs> Tupac comes out and dabs her up Oh, we were singing two different songs. <laughs> what song were you doing? I was singing California by Phantom Planet, the theme to the OC. <laughs> I was doing California Love. Yeah. <laughs> Both good, equally, definitely. No, they're not. California Love is a way better song. Oh. But they both do have a part where that goes, California. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, we're getting into, like, my nostalgia zone of just like that. Yeah late 90s slash early 2000s like home alone is my favorite christmas movie i watch that every christmas like that sort of like time yeah just like well everything's like it's got like a soft like there's some vaseline on that lens like (laughs) soft focus is good stuff i'm right there with you man i was nine when this came out oh this just looks like home (laughs) yeah yeah man yeah what about you um, yeah, no, this, this movie, I was nine when it came out. It looks like home. It sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like this movie. I I actually like enjoy it more every time I watch it because it is sandwiched in between such crap. <laughs> that I'm like, oh my God, this beautiful, bright, shining spot. Because even though like I enjoy Resurrection, it's not a good movie. This is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that... That was my biggest takeaway of I'm like, oh, finally I can enjoy Halloween again. Because, like, watching these past couple ones, I'm like, do I have to, like, revoke Halloween being my favorite <laughs> now? Like, 
You're like, I always say, man, you can just ignore all the shitty sequels. Why do you need them? Just like the first mm-hmm. one. I don't like any of the Hellraiser movies. I love that first one, though. Yeah, but I was just like, I want at least, like, one that I enjoy that isn't the original <laughs> and the new ones. Yeah, that's it, fair. This serves that there purpose. you go. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Zach, where can everybody find you? Don't find me. <laughs> I'm going to be just here being all cozy. All right. <laughs> you can find me. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to... That's just cozy. Let's just give me some cocoa. Let's do this thing. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> what was the line? I mean, I could, I could do any of LL Cool J's lines. Oh my god, do you remember any of his <laughs> No, you got this one. Okay. And remember her tumultuous round melon breasts. <laughs> You need to give up your your career writing. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I need to be creative. Let me have this. <laughs> As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more... You may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week. As Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwah! <laughs>